0: Good morning, everyone. Time for today's Coffee with Alan. Appreciate everybody that joins both live and joins on a replay and makes comments later. Regardless of you're live or you're on a replay, be sure to make comments. I will reply to the comments. I'll answer questions. Want this interactive and fun. You know, I, yesterday, I have to share this, yesterday... We talked about a guy in France you know right before Christmas who had a World War I artillery shell that had to be removed from his hind end actually through his abdomen surgically after the hospital had been partially evacuated and a bomb squad came in to make sure it was safe to do so and I thought wow you know that's pretty unique story okay and you know I even had people saying yeah work in a hospital, I've heard all sorts of stories. Never, you know, a World War One artillery shell. So I'm putting, I had to look up that link because I put these Coffee with Alan's, you know, live videos on the website, uh, Enjoy Life Safely in the blocks. And then I put some commentary and links and stuff. So I wanted to put the link to the story about that guy from France. And while I was looking up that link, I found a story from United Kingdom, December of 2021, where a gentleman had a World War II artillery shell up his rectum. And it even said, he told the people, I slipped and fell on it. So the artillery shell was not as unique as I thought, because there's at least two out there, one in France and, and one in the UK. Good morning and happy Friday Eve, uh, Eric, and good morning to you too, Randy. Appreciate both of you being here. So today's cup, you know, I stole one from my daughter's collection. She has a collection of these Harry Potter cups. Here's the Marauder's Map Harry Potter cup. And so I have one of her Harry Potter cups today. That's what we're drinking out of. Hope that you have your favorite beverage and having something to drink as well good old coffee here and start the morning you know the harry potter fantastic empire that was created off of one woman's idea and story that she decided to write that turned into multiple stories which has just grown huge you know i've been to both of the universal studio theme parks that have the harry potter um, when they opened the one in California, we went down there with my daughter and enjoyed that and Then, two summers ago, we went to the one in Florida, which is bigger, has more, and really enjoyed that you know spent you know a few days down there going to Universal Parks and visiting the Harry Potter section of the park every day was was a highlight eating at the Harry Potter restaurants, riding on the Harry Potter rides. Um, interacting with the Harry Potter stuff that's down there. My my daughter loved it. And so it was pretty fantastic time. If you have kids, even if you're an adult and you're a fan of Harry Potter, those are fun to visit. But, you know, what was cool is my daughter read all of the books first. Then she saw all of the movies. Then we went to the parks. And she has quite the Harry Potter potter memorabilia collection she has all sorts of stuff harry potter including some mugs which i borrowed one today for coffee with alan so i encourage to get your kids into reading something that's creative and fun that then you know they can collect things and and be interactive with it but it starts with the reading you know we we have to we have to instill reading in, in. and our kids too, and get them reading. It'll just help everything in their lives. Now, everybody knows that I read a lot. And so on this Coffee with Alan, I want to share some of what I'm reading once in a while. And today's share is something I'm really enjoying. Is, uh Barry Eisler's newest book a month. Great book. I'm really enjoying it. Now, Barry and I are friends. We met years ago through uh, Mark McYoung's Animal List. It was an email list that you know people joined. And then we actually had the Animal List barbecues, which we got together at Mark's Place in Colorado. And it wasn't just a barbecue. We got together there and had training uh, seminars and stuff throughout the weekend because there were a lot of us that were paladin authors and instructors and so we shared, you know what we did. You know, I would do a hop keto seminars. You know, Bob Orlando would do the Indonesian martial arts that he studied, Kuntalensi Lot seminars. You know, Michael Johnson would do the sneaky stuff seminars. You know, Terry would have stuff on knives. Mark would teach stuff that he did. Peyton Quinn would be there teaching adrenal stress stuff. You know, he's to love working with Peyton in, on those classes and helping him out. And and there's a ton more of instructors I could spend all day going through, but just some great instructors, some great food and fun weekends. And that's how Barry and I got to know each other years and years ago by attending those and participating on the list. And it was his third book that he created the character Docs. who was a a sniper character. And, you know, Barry and I had talks about that, and he asked me questions about, you know, what I knew, you know, from my time in the military, sniping. And Barry also has a wealth of information from a lot of other experts. I'm not the only sniper he talked to and researched to make sure that his characters and the violence and stuff in his books are realistic. And I want to say hi, to good morning to Robin. Uh, I know Robin from years back on that same list, and those same events that I know Barry from. And so Robin knows all those folks that I've been talking about too. Good morning, Robin, good to have you here. Um, but anyway, he created Docs in his third book, and that's been a main character throughout many. And an interesting thing about Barry, which I've really enjoyed throughout the years, is he first started his his books, John Rain, who, who was a, an assassin. And then Dox was a character brought in with John Rain and sort of went from a minor character to a larger character. But then Barry also created a couple other series. And then he brought those series together and had the characters from the different series um, interacting with each other and just extremely enjoyable um, novels with these characters interacting and such. And now this book, Amok, Is You know, it's called A Doc's Thriller because this book takes the character Doc's, the sniper character that was in a lot of these books and and tales, but it goes back to his younger days. And so this is before he met John Rain or Livia or any of the other characters in Barry's books. So it's a standalone novel about Doc's in his younger days, and I'm really enjoying it. I, I I don't say that just because Barry's a friend. I just really enjoy his writing and, and so do many other people. That's why he's a New York Times bestselling author. Um, the, the way he develops the characters, the way he treats violence and and, and the different action stuff is it, it's just he does a fantastic job. I mean, he actually goes to a lot of the locations that he writes about. You know, he's lit, he, he wrote those first novels, uh, you know, a lot setting in Japan where he used to live. And then so he travels and tries to make a lot of things in there very accurate, which I really enjoy. And again, he talks to a lot of experts about a lot of different things to make sure that he gets things, you know, realistic and right. So just really fun read. So... That's one of the books I'm reading right now. Every once in a while, I'm going to talk about one of the books I'm reading. I felt like talking about this today because I'm really enjoying it. So let's get on to something safety related. And today what I want to talk about a little bit is reflex protect and training. And I'm talking about that because after I get done with this coffee with Alan, I'm going to get rid of the beard. I'm going to get the hair trimmed up so I look neat and presentable again. You know, sort of got the Grizzly Adams, Montana winter look going on because I, I have to travel over to a hospital not too far away and do some training with them today on Reflex Protect because they've decided to implement Reflex Protect into part of their safety security plan. So I'm going to be working with security officers who are going to be carrying um, the small-sized Reflex Protect on their belt to give them a non-lethal option to deal with potential violence in hospitals. And if you don't think violence in hospitals happens, you haven't been reading the news, you haven't been looking. Um, I was just talking to a security individual in Washington at a hospital network a week ago, you know, they had an employee killed. And so they're increasing some security stuff. And that's why he was talking to me. And so right now I'm going to be training this afternoon, traveling over and training in a hospital with this. And I want to talk about training with what you carry. Before I talk about that, I'll say hello to Kellen. You heard me the other day talk about the Mega Mind group that I joined during the pandemic, a group of people that you know we help each other and support each other and do things. Kellen's part of that megamind group. She has a business, Cards That Wow, and she creates cards and signs and different things. That really help businesses wow their customers. Or if you're an individual, you just wow your friends if you wanted to buy cards and stuff. But a lot of her clients are businesses that you know get personalized cards and signs and awards and different things that she creates um, to wow their clients, wow their employees and stuff. So if you're ever interested in something like that, she's a person to talk to. Thanks, Kellen, for being here. So the training. Now. You don't have to be trained in Reflex Protect to buy it. Hospitals, schools, churches, you individually can go online, reflexprotect.com. You can buy a can and have it for your personal defense. You can go on Amazon. You know, we'll be on we're on Amazon now. I think it's still in the, the pilot program, but then it'll be bigger and available for everyone soon. But uh, you can go and buy this stuff and you can have it for personal protection. And I recommend it. I recommend you have something for personal protection. You know, And even if you're a firearms carrier, having a less than lethal option is always prudent as well, because not all situations you encounter need lethal force. And you can solve a lot with your verbal skills or with a non-lethal. And so good product to have. I like Reflex Protect because it doesn't cross contaminate. It was originally developed for hospitals. So you could fire inside and not contaminate everybody else, not go in the HVAC system, have to shut the ER or hospital down. And now, hospitals, schools, churches, businesses, um, municipality offices, and law enforcement are using it. So, you don't need training. Why get training? Well, a couple reasons. One is for many organizations, schools, hospitals, churches, different things. They want the training so they can put in their policies that individuals have been trained before they issue them this for their defense. And that just makes lawyers, insurance companies, risk managers very happy. Okay, and and it's and it's prudent as well. I mean, for if a business, if I'm going to give this to somebody to defend themselves, if violence happens, it's only prudent to make sure they know what it is when and when not to use it, and how to use it. And that's what the Reflex reflex Protect training is. Now, some organizations combine it with the active shooter training or combine it with the de-escalation training. And some organizations just get the Reflex Protect, what it is, when and when not to use it, how to use it. Okay, And so it really, it's not just a good thing for policy. It's just prudent to make sure that your people have some training and understand that. And Kellen made a comment. I carry the small reflex protect in my car and I sent a small reflex protect my daughter to college. Awesome. Thank you for that, Kellen. And when you have that, you want to make sure it's accessible and you want to make sure you know how to use it. Okay. And even if you're an individual, you know, and you're buying it. You can buy these inerts as well. This, you'll see that has the yellow bands on it. It's an inert one. So it doesn't have live agent. And this is what we train with. And you can even spray each other with. You can have a, a friend be a bad guy and spray them as they're attacking you just so you get used to what it's like to spray a real person coming at you. Or you can spray targets or spray something else. I will often do drills where you have to either get it out of your holster or where where it's going to be quickly and then use it. And if you, if you use Reflex Protect or pepper spray or anything else, and it comes in a can like this, use your thumb instead of your finger, okay? You can spray it with your finger. You know, there's a little flip top here. You stick your finger in there, and you can spray it, or you stick your thumb in there. The reason I like to use your thumb better is because when I'm holding it like this with my finger in there, I don't have as a secure grip on it. And if the guy rushes me, ducks his head, so I hit him in the head instead of the face and he's rushing me, he could knock it out of my hand easier. When you're holding it tighter with your thumb, it's going to be harder to knock out of my hand. But also if he rushes me and with his head down, I could take this and just smash him with it and use the hammer fist, gain some distance and then continue spraying him in the face to stop him. So that's why I like the... Using the thumb and a secure grip, whether it's Reflex Protect, a pepper spray, any kind of other thing. Want to say hi to Eric from Columbus. Thank you much, Eric. Appreciate you being here. Hey, so that's what we do. That's why we have the training. And if you carry something else for defense, I mean, there's a lot of things on the market. Can you access them? Do you know how to use them? Have you trained a little bit with it? I mean, how fast can you get that out from wherever you're carrying it, point and deploy it? Okay, so very important, any tool, access when you need it and be able to actually use it under under that stress and know how to use it. More complicated the tool is, harder and more training you're going to need. Um, Lethal force, if you're carrying a firearm, I want you to have a lot of training. Because one, the the ramifications are more serious. If you're using lethal force, it's because your life was under jeopardy of being seriously injured or killed. And if you're using lethal force, the consequences, if you don't place your shots properly and you hit an innocent victim or something, are, are so much more severe. So carrying a firearm for defense requires much more training and practice. Okay. Carrying something like this, I still want you to have some training and practice, but the result, you know, if you miss and you hit an innocent person with this, it's not deadly. Okay. So it's not the end of the world, but I still want you to be able to stop an attack so they don't hurt you. So have some kind of training and knowledge about whatever you are going to carry to defend yourself. Um, I do recommend Reflex Protect. I recommend other products as well. I, you know, if you're a firearms owner, I have no problem with, you know, people carrying firearms for defense. I just want them to be responsible firearm owners and have the proper training um, that goes with, you know, that responsibility. Okay? And if you don't carry anything for personal defense, then you better be able to up your game for escaping, de-escalating, avoiding. OK, so your your awareness and avoidance, you know, really have to be higher, too. And, and those should be number one, even if you're carrying. I don't care if you're carrying reflex protect or a firearm. Um, your best bet is still to avoid, you know, be aware and avoid. I, I had somebody tell me once that she didn't worry about the awareness and avoidance something because she carried a, a mace product. This was years and years ago. And that's the wrong attitude. Uh, it's specifically wrong if you're carrying a firearm nobody should want to get into a gunfight or have to use their firearm on another individual you should do everything possible to avoid altercations and never have to use that it's just there as a last resort um, eric says this works great with your flashlight also one hundred percent. And a flashlight can be a good self-defense tool. And they actually make flashlights that are better for self-defense tools than others. You, you know, I have some not in, in hand's reach, but one, you can blind them. They'll, they'll have an end cap so you can, you can flash that really bright light into somebody's eyes. And that can be a great means of being able to distract him and get you to safety. And if you have to, that hammer fist with the flashlight Um, Also works really well to be able to buy you some time to escape because remember with any tool with any defense of ourselves, we're not trying to necessarily stop or beat up this person. We're trying to stop the violence so we can then get to safety, you know, and that's the key. Um, you know, I'm not asking Kellen to be able to spray a guy with her Reflex Protect and then keep him there until the police arrive. I'm asking her to spray him if she has to so she can get the safety call to the police and let them go find the guy and, and deal with him then. And the stuff has dye in it. So, you know, all Reflex Protect, just like many pepper sprays have a, a UV dye in it so the police can uh, identify him later as well. So that's just a little bit I wanted to talk about. I'm going to get off here and go get shaved and a haircut and prepare to, you know, head out to go do that reflex for training for the hospital today. I hope everybody here has a fantastic rest of the day. As Eric said, it's going to be Friday Eve, you know, make it a great day so you can have a fantastic Friday tomorrow. I am going to be on two hours later tomorrow. I will not be on at eight o'clock. Uh, Mountain Time, I'll be on at 10 because 8 o'clock I'm going to be at a doctor's office and I'm going to be talking about health and how it relates to your success and your safety tomorrow. So be sure to be here tomorrow to, to do some discussion about health and both for successful living, enjoying life, and staying safe. Eric said thank you and stay safe, y'all. You stay safe, too, as well, Eric, and everybody else that was on here. I appreciate you all. Have a great day, people.